this thing and I hit the record button. Uh, I'm very snotty this morning, I'm sure you've noticed. Yeah, me too. I apologize. I'm like, <laughs> By the way, none of our cars made any money overnight. It's really funny. Even that, I think the little one, that little Toyota 1000 got mm. a bid overnight, but nothing else did. We've got the green light. Here we go. Right. Get those words! Well, let that be your wake-up call. <laughs> it is time for Bidners. We got a late start this morning. Hello, everybody. My name is John Polnick. I'm the host of Bidners, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day and all the automotive enthusiast auction sites, along with my partner, Michael Deeb, over there in San Francisco. Yep. Nice hat, Michael Deeb. I'm liking that. That's good right. good yeah. call there. I dig That's that. That's right. Yeah, that's us, baby. Dirt fascination. We are sporting the D to the F. Uh, yeah. The other day, Matt Farah um, referenced Dirt fascination, but not in regards to us. There is the famous film about the yellow bird that everybody thinks that's where we got the name for the show. Oh, uh, or for the uh, channel from, but that is not. It was like the yellow bird, Dirt fascination or something. It was yeah. the fascination of the yellow oh, bird. Of the yellow bird, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Which is amazing. funny. Huh? Go ahead. It's amazing how like that kind of media is so commonplace today, but that, you know, the, the documentation and the, the camera work of that car doing that lap are legend from just what, 25, 30 years ago. Like that mm-hmm. was like, it's an iconic car and iconic film. It has this incredible cult following and it was just one guy with a camera one afternoon. Like, you know, we do that all the time. There's a million people out there doing it now, you know? Yeah. You know, you got to wonder, did a bunch of Germans go up to the makers of that film and give them a hard time about using the wrong German article? Uh, because <laughs> Dur is the incorrect uh, article, but we uh, don't care. Uh, yeah, no, good times. Well, so what we do here, guys, we get together, uh, we compile a list of the most interesting cars they are going to sell today on yep. all the auction sites like PCAR market, like uh, bring a trailer, like cars and bids, rad for sale, all the good ones. Uh, we find the cars that we think are the most interesting. A lot of times they're cars that you think are the most interesting because you guys tell us. Uh, and those are some of the cars that we pick. Um, and we nerd out about those cars. We talk about why they're interesting and you know the history maybe a little bit, maybe some technical stuff, but that's boring. You can get the technical stuff anywhere. Uh, and then we make our predictions and that's where it gets interesting. That's where the rubber hits the proverbial road. Uh, mm-hmm. We make our predictions as to what we think they will actually sell for when the hammer hits the sound block at the end of each auction. Uh, we make those predictions and then we keep track of them uh, and we talk about them. First thing on the show, we talk about yesterday's predictions. So let's see how we did yesterday, Michael. What did we talk about? What were the most interesting cars yesterday? Before we get to yeah. that, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the notification button, do all that stuff. All right. Yesterday's cars. How'd we do? JP, let's start with the 1995 Dodge Viper on Bring a Trailer. And do you know why I want to start with this car? Because it's the only mother chicken one I got right yesterday. Mm. Uh, This was a very cool car offered out of uh, Lansing, Michigan. 95 Viper RT10 Roadster with like 9,000 miles on the odometer. Uh, You and I both agree that on these first generation Viper, uh, looking at one in a shiny black paint job is the way to go. Most of these things are red and the red ones somehow look cheap and plasticky and very toy-ish. 
but the black one actually looks pretty sinister. This was a beautiful car in beautiful condition, uh, and we suspected it would bring a beautiful price, and uh, BAT did not disappoint. Uh, I guessed higher than you. I said 75 to your 69 our car found a home and sold at $78,000, and that was my one bright spot of the day. Uh, also on Bring a Trailer, JP, we saw a 1984 Volkswagen GTI, a rabbit GTI, the early one. Uh, the interior, the seats in the front, the door cards, and the seats in the back were the only nice part of this car. The rest of the car seemed to be like a like a 10 to 15 foot car jp from across the parking lot you're like oh man look at that white mark one rabbit with a blue plate uh but the closer we got to this car uh the more i was disappointed in it i i thought the paint looked pretty rough you were less mean to the paint but the rest of the car just kind of left a scratch in our head that being said we were all over it i said 11 grand to your 10 and this car found a home for 10250 bucks. So you beat me on that one, but just by a few hundred dollars. Way to go. I got to tell you, I didn't think uh, when I bid 10, I was just trying to get close to you. I really thought it was going to be like somewhere Less. in the mid eights or something like yeah. that. The car just wasn't that nice. And we keep seeing over and over again that 80s and 90s Volkswagens are not bringing the money for some reason right. because they are so nostalgic for car enthusiasts, especially if you're a Porsche guy. You probably had something like this. Yeah, and the fact the that there isn't there that there aren't big nostalgia buys on these is just shocking to me. And maybe yeah. it's because we just haven't seen a really, really nice one. Um, yeah. Yeah, for mo most guys that work for a living, uh, the roads of Porsches came through Volkswagen. And, yeah. uh, you know, the road to Stuttgart went through Wolfsburg or some nonsense. There's got to be a, we should make a film about that. But anyways, uh, yeah, you would think that there'd be more love out there for the early, nicer Volkswagens. Now, again, I don't think this was a collector car. This is more like a project, in my opinion. Uh, but still, 10 250 yeah, way to go. You sold the car. There, there it is. Great driver, probably. You have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. you go whale on that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was one more Volkswagen we also looked at on Bring a Trailer. JP, this was the 2003 VW Eurovan MV. Now, this is not a Weekender or a Westphalia. It does not have the pop top. But those seats, those benches in the back can all fold out of the way and create a bed-like thing. So this could be a weekend uh, van to get you there. Also using the VR6, this is the most modern version of VW's van. Uh, and I like these things. I, and I really thought this would bring a little more money. So I said 16. You said not so fast, Deep. 14 grand is where it's at. And you were uh, very close. Uh, this car actually sold for $13,500 uh, for your second win of the day. Uh, so I have a surprise for you, JP. The 1987 mm. Carrera on P-Car Market, the one that I said in Cassis out of Canada with a G50, mm. would be held back because it was on P-Car Market and be held back because it was coming out of Canada. So I said 59. And you said, well, I'll take the over because you're an idiot. Um, and you went and said, because I, I was out at the lake all day, you put the result in 72,500. JP, mm. you are incorrect. Oh. This car failed to sell at 60,000, meaning you got a Yahtzee. Oh. You got a Yahtzee. <laughs> wow. It's listed as buy it now for 72,500. Oh, it does okay. not bid to that. So you got a Yahtzee and didn't even know it. I don't think you deserve Yahtzee credit. Oh, man. I just like, I, well, you know, that's P one of the things P that P drives me. P 
Card Market, your website is so bad, you're confusing the bidders. <laughs> the interface is so stupid on there. Terrible. It's just, it's, it's the terrible. dumbest thing. It doesn't say it's a bid to, what is this? And then you get there and it says 72. I, so that's yeah. the buy it now. What a yep. hunk of crap, yeah. man. God I went leak. back and I was looking at the results last night and I saw that you had put 72.5 and I was like, because it said Man, bid too. Seems, I was like, what? I'm like, I'm like 72.5 and it didn't sell. I know. Like, I was like, the hell is what in the world? Like, where did they set the reserve? So I went back and I looked at the auction and it turned out, JP, you actually nailed it. You got a Yahtzee. It was bid to 60 grand. You were right on the money. Uh, and then they listed it for sale. It remains in the deal tank for 72,500 for the Cassis G50 out of Canada. It's still a beautiful car. Uh, it's 70 grand. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to spend probably somewhere between four and eight grand to get it across the border. Maybe you could do it a little less. I don't know. But don't you think it, if this car were in California, that that'd be the number? It'd be in the high 60s, yeah, right? Yeah, I think I think that's I, what I'm trying to say is that's probably a fair value. But you do have to bring it in and spend some money and all this other nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think you have to have title in hand. It gets complicated. It, yeah. But that's a fair value. It's probably, you know, it's it was JP. It was 75,000 miles on a Cassis G50. Uh, it probably is a seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars car. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a rare color. A again, it's not for everybody, but the guy who likes it will pay a premium for it. You well, said that yesterday. Yeah, a guy. You know, I mean, our our friends at Godin Porsche and Godin uh, Classic, uh, yeah. they had an eighty-nine G body with uh, more miles than this, and you know, it was in the sixties, and it was a white on black one, and that one sold very quickly. It sold at Cars and Cafe of all places. Yeah. Uh, so That's a great place you know, to buy I car. mean, it seems like. Like every classic that our friends at Gotten Classic uh, bring to Cars and Cafe get yeah. sold. They brought a Targa. They brought an 87 Targa with 100,000 miles on it. I think 109,000 miles on it. Uh, yeah. They brought that to Cars and Cafe last Sunday, and it sold yesterday. So uh, from the show, someone there saw it, told their friend, and boom, there and it is. are you getting a piece of this action? Uh, our friends at Gotten Classic will be uh, supporting coverage of Cars and Cafe from here on out. It sounds like that is yeah, going they better to be a be. thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, uh, we do deserve a yeah. commission for that, um, but no, I mean Jay, the thing is Jay they Ron bring great Setti, cars. Jay, yeah, yeah. Jay Ronsetti, who's watching the show right now, is in those boardrooms <laughs> where those decisions get made. Yeah. Do the right thing, Ronsetti. Help us yeah. out now. Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> the thing: the, the Targa. Uh, our friend John Alcantara, Johnny Vegas. Uh, yes. Johnny yeah. Five Alive. He, saw, he, you know, of course, he was at Cars and Cafe. He's always there every month. Uh, he's one of our yeah. big uh, friends yeah. and fans of the events and all the things. We go driving with him all the Better time. Better attendance than me, right? Yeah. Great guy all around. Uh, so he showed up, and he's just an incredible uh, car and Porsche enthusiast. And of course, he saw the car. He's like, "Oh my god, this thing's great!" He immediately called his friend in California, and then they worked out a deal. Like the next day, it was great. Uh, so that yeah. is how it's supposed yeah. to happen. Uh, but yeah, I still yeah. like this car. This Cassis car is, I mean, uh, you love this too. car. This color to me is weird, I really like it. but I would rock it. Yeah. Absolutely would rock it. I would it. totally rock it. And JP, it's silly. I, it's really nitty gritty stuff, but I would put, uh, I would call uh, Ben at uh, Sierra Madre, right? Mm -hmm. And I would have him order me a black leather dash and I would swap out the top of the dash for black. And then mm -hmm. I would swap out that prototypo for an all black prototype yeah. and then the car would look a thousand times better maybe some floor mats but that's really yeah. you know at least inside <laughs> when you're inside yeah, it's really it really helps when you're looking it'll at it'll be something really that, nice. yeah. yeah and then black decals black dirt decals on that thing would pop oh baby it looks hell good. yeah all right what's that what else yeah. did we talk about yesterday? all right last one jp uh our buddy justin jurgens friends of the bid nerds um 
put his 356C, a 1965 356C on P-Car Market because I didn't return his call fast enough to uh, bid and sell it. Um, and listen, uh, you know, I didn't want to say anything yesterday, but, uh, you know, he was essentially looking for around 60 grand for the car. Um, and I thought he would get it. So I said 60 grand and you were right there at 59. The car sold yesterday on P car market for $57,500. Uh, so Justin is happy. Uh, Justin's consigner is happy. I'm sure the buyer is happy and P car market is happy. So I'm sure the buyer is happy because that's a good deal. Because it just got painted. I mean, that car is, it looks like it's fresh out of restoration. Uh, So really, really beautiful car. And the C with four-wheel discs, I mean, that's a car you can really actually go drive. So everybody won on that one except me, which happened to be the day before. God dang it. So, uh, JP, you got four wins and a Yahtzee, although you don't deserve the Yahtzee. And I got the the Viper. Sweet. Nice. You got a Viper. Well, that's good because I think that, like, uh, I think I thought we were tied up for the week, but I think that Yahtzee gets me one over. Uh, so there it is. It's a tight yeah. week. Uh, you know, you had a you had a day this week where you had a you completely swept it. I think Tuesday yeah. you got every single Tuesday, one right. I got everyone royal one. flush. But that's how it goes on the bid nerds. Mm-hmm. You think your predictions are better than either one of us nerds? Yeah. Let us know what your predictions in the comment section below. Uh, we'd love to see what you guys think. And and uh, we'd love to compare your predictions to ours. And if somebody wins, we're going to just start sending swag out. We've got swag. You know, we've yeah. got a bunch of different stuff. We got we got tons of Porsche stuff laying around. We got Porsche posters yeah. and and Durfascination t-shirts and hats and all kinds of stickers and Rami show stuff. So we got swag that we can send out. And so we're going to start doing that. So yeah. let us know not, your predictions, and not, uh, we will send you some cool stuff. Not you, Lane Skelton. We already know you know what you're doing. Just Lane stay off the line. Lane is lines. better at this than yes. we are. Yeah, yeah. forget it. We got to get Bradley Brack on. I, I meant to. Call yeah. Bradley this morning. I, I actually hooked him up with some other friends, but uh, we'll talk about that some other time. All right, cool. let's get to today's cars. So that was yesterday's cars. Those are the cars that we made predictions on. So that, those were the five most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites yesterday. Today, we have five more cars that I think of that are even more interesting. Uh, so let's get to those. But just before we do, make sure you hit the subscribe and like button. Yeah. Uh, Michael Deeb, we've got uh, my What's favorite car, car in the world. It's oh, my favorite car in the it. world. I knew it. I could have guessed. I, I mean, I don't know why guessed. you need to ask. I mean, our yeah, car of the day is, is only the greatest car that was ever made ever. I'll tell you what, JP, as we introduce this car, I'm going to ask you a question. And, mm. and I, you know, I actually wish we had Paul from all auto kennel on today because I'd mm. love to hear his take. This is a 1994 Porsche 911 Speedster. Look at that. The 964 generation Speedster, a very rare car indeed, offered to us out of Newport Beach, California on Bring a Trailer with just 21,000 miles on the odometer. Somebody ordered this car with the Polnick package because it's black on black on black with a stick. Check that baby out. JP, did you know that in 1994, uh, the United States was only host to 427 964 generation speedsters? So this is one of 427. It's in black. It's got 20,000 miles on it. Newport Beach, California. I mean, this car has your name written all over it. You are a huge fan of the Speedsters with their chopped windshields um, and their little double bubble tonneau covers. Um, I would go not very far out and say that those Recaro 
Camaros did not come with the car. Somebody threw them in there, but they look good. I did not read the ad long enough to see if the original those, seats uh, are Those included. actually, Deep, those are the original seats. That really? That is they what they Recaros. came with, yeah. Wow, yeah. very cool. So Recaro's from the factory, which is really neat. Somebody did the switch to the R134A for the AC, mm. uh, and there's an Alpine head unit thrown in there. Uh, so other than those two minor modifications, which probably enhance the driving experience, um, this is just a four-owner car, and it's sitting on 16 bids at about $125,000. Now, JP, the 89 Speedster is a huge success. They've been yeah. trading for you know hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, since they came out. Um, at one point, 964 Speedsters were also bringing just like the nice ones north of $200,000. But I have seen, since my position at Godden, I have seen that the 964 Speedsters really softened up. And this car, uh, let me read it to you real quick, JP. This car's got about two and a half hours to go. Two hours and 40 minutes is still sitting at just $129,000. What gives? By all accounts, with 21,000 miles, it's in driving condition. I would, you know, like the, you know, judging by the book and the the fact that this car is slightly used because it's not, you know, a two thousand mile car, uh, you would think that this would come in just under two hundred grand, like like one eighty five to one ninety five. But this doesn't look like it's going to get there. Uh, they just haven't. Um, I was I was at one of the auctions for Gary Ackerman and the guy Spencer Trenery bought a nine six four Speedster that I had bid on for Gordon Classic. He beat me to that car. Uh, and then put it up at Fantasy Junction, and he had that car for over a year. And it was like this. It was like a 27,000-mile triple black 964 Speedster, and he couldn't sell it for what he paid for it and mm. because the market had softened. So do you have any idea what's going on? Is it, a, is it just a general take on the market at large? Uh, are Speedsters weak for some reason? What's the deal? All the other 964s are moving in the right direction, but this one, the, you know, they're talking um, – america roadster money for this thing and it should be a more valuable car yeah i i don't quite know why they are kind of in an inverse relationship to the g-body ones all you know the g-body ones were available with narrow bodies uh right. but 99.999 percent of them were ordered with 491 wide body kits yeah. uh none of the 964s were available in wide body the g-body right. uh, speedster exists because of this car this car was planned as you know uh and uh, they they you know they designed the windshield and the hoops and all that yeah. kind of stuff for the 964 and then realized oh wait uh, we still have a bunch of 911s uh to make we got one more year till we're introducing this other car uh so they decided to you know sell those on the uh on the g-body and it sure worked um that is that's a that's a really interesting story i mean yeah. you know and, and i would say most porsche geeks don't even know that. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. They were making parts for a future car and yeah. realized they had so much G-body stuff left. Let's make a special edition and and try to move some of these last year units when everybody's anticipating this this major makeover for the car, switching yeah. the coilover and all this other stuff. That's a great take, JP. That's a, a really fascinating story. Well, you know, and another interesting thing about the 964 Speedster, as well as like the year old RS America, when you rolled uh -huh. into a, a Porsche dealership back in 1993, uh, yeah. when these were brand new, they were the less expensive car compared to a C2 right. or a C4 yeah. or, you know, just a regular 9. 
9 regular 911s uh, a yeah. C2 was like $80,000 retail back then and these yeah. were like 60 because they yeah. had less stuff and yeah. and you know and I remember convincing a salesperson to let me drive one and I was like oh my god you know right I mean <laughs> I had no business in that car I'd, even at $60,000 there <laughs> I had you know I didn't have 6 bucks to my name but somehow I got to drive <laughs> one uh, and that just burned into me um, it is odd that these now here you know you're also talking about like uh, G body speedsters are, are very regularly selling for around 200 sometimes a little yeah. more usually just a little less but they usually right. have there's so many of them with delivery miles whereas 964s right. it seems like a bunch of them were driven um, right. and uh, and this is an all black one those seats uh, yes they were a, a factory option and I love these in particular because a lot of them were black and gray like right. in, the, in the red ones they were like red and black oh, and yeah. gray and they're just awful so to get all black seats uh by the way yeah. this is the ultimate bad guy car uh christopher walken in um wayne's world 2 of course he drove this car <laughs> because he was the bad guy uh and uh there it is uh I, this oh is yeah this God. is literally my favorite car in the world with twenty thousand miles um i mean that's no miles but it's not delivery miles so that's definitely nope. hurting it i know yeah. of at least two of these on the market uh out there there's one yeah. in your neck of the woods for like 159 um yeah. that and they've been that thing's been for sale for a while and i think it has more miles in this one um so where do we think this one's gonna land well and that's a good question so you know frank and i went to um how do i say this frank and i went to uh what do you call it uh arizona barrett jackson and frank's customer from florida his son inherited his white 964 speedster Mm. so we called the guy cold and went to look at the car and we tried to buy that car for uh gotten and he just wouldn't bid budge he's like he didn't want the car he wasn't driving it but he wasn't going to let it go for what we were offering and we were really Mm. trying to you know get a hold of that car it would have been great to have and it looked i thought it looked really good in white as well uh so jp i you know again i'm being probably bearish for no reason uh last night i said 135 but it's already at 128 so i'm gonna up my bid to 140 but I still, I, I'm just judging this on the fact that there's just hasn't been a lot of love for this generation of the Speedster, even though I think it should be a 175 to 200 thousand dollar car in some regard. Triple black, especially, this is really nice. Twenty thousand miles means you can drive it without hurting the value, but it's still a low mile car. Uh, so I think this is the great one to attain. Uh, I just. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. If this one brings a good result, I expect to see more speedsters come forward. How about that? Yeah, I think that's a good take because look, I mean, back in the aughts, these, I mean, there was a time when 964 is a regular 964. You'd be lucky if you could get 20 grand for them. They were $15,000 cars. So yeah. these were around for like 30 and people couldn't sell them. I remember looking for them. I just didn't have the money to do it back then. Uh, I so wanted to get one of these back in the day. And I know someone uh, that bought one back of that era and then sold it in like 2015 for like 200,000 bucks. Um, So yeah, right at the height of the market. Yeah. Absolute height of the market. So I think if you can get this particular car and he, you know, his wasn't great. His had miles. He drove the hell out of that thing. Uh, This car, if you can get it for under 150, I think it's a bargain. Uh, I'm going to bid 145 and say that uh yeah we just haven't i don't remember seeing a 964 speedster on any of the platforms in the last year 
I mean, yeah. I just don't remember seeing one. We've seen uh, G-Body Speedsters, but not a 964. So this might be one of those cars that reminds people that, oh, yeah, they made these. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's almost like it's like people just forget, you know, 964s are so popular. Why wouldn't this car be way more than a G-Body? Uh, the, my only guess is because it's narrow uh, and yeah. people want the wide stuff, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, again, if you offered me an America Roadster or a Speedster, I would take the America Roadster. I wow. love the shape. I absolutely love the shape. Even though your car is probably lighter and a better handling car. Oh my God! Uh, that Every wide way. Body, That's crazy that talk. Wide body to me is this, this, the sexiest thing. It's like the, the hips of an RSR put with a convertible. I just, I, I, you know, as much as I kid about buying a 944, if I sold Ruby, it would mm. be to get an America Roadster. And then you would stop calling me a cabriophobe. Yeah, that's true. The uh, the wide body, the the, the America Roadsters, uh, to me, they're just like, well, okay, it's another wide body cab. There's a ton of wide body cabs in all kinds of configurations. Speedsters are so limited, and you cannot replicate yeah. this car. You know, yeah. you could take any any G body 911 and make it look like a road uh, uh, America Roadster. There yeah. are clones of those all over the place. It wouldn't right. take that much to do it. <clears throat> this you cannot get that windshield. That windshield nope. frame is unobtainium they are not yep. available anywhere uh you know to its detriment that's one of the downsides of owning this car if something god forbid were to happen to that windshield i don't oh, know yeah. what the heck you would do the car's totaled you can't get one nobody makes them um there aren't any available in uh, yeah which is you know because a lot of people are trying to make clones and you can't do it it, it becomes a very exclusive club, JP, and yeah. I totally appreciate that. But yeah. still, make, give mine the hips. That's the way I want. All it. right, fair but enough. Uh, yeah. You get the right. hit, you get the fat one. I'll get the narrow one, and we'll, yeah. you'll be a fat guy in a fat car. I'll be a fat guy in a <laughs> narrow car. <laughs> All right, JP. Uh, let's go back over to cars and bids, and let me confess to you and our audience: uh, I had teed up a Chevy Impala uh ss that i thought was really cool car and then as i was doing my homework last night i realized that car closes on monday mm. uh so uh we slipped in here uh, another dodge viper as our super sub uh and interesting to juxtapose this against the uh the first gen viper that we did yesterday uh this is another really nice car it's a 2001 dodge viper gts acr um, American Club Racer, I believe, is what that stands for. Uh, it employs basically an evolution of that same 8-liter V10. Uh, but the ACRJP, in 96, when, when they upgraded the Viper, they introduced a coupe uh, to give sort of more to the fair-weather fans a car they could drive year-round. Uh, and so the ACR was a car that was made for somebody that wanted to do track days. So you had firmer suspension. The car was about 50 pounds lighter. Uh, you had the BBS wheels, you had Canon air filter charge. So the car is made like, let me read it to you real quick. It's got uh, blah, 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 four, 450 horsepower, 460 horsepower and 490 pound foot of torque. Uh, these cars cost a small premium uh, and they only made 227 of them uh, at $87,000 MSRP. So, uh, you know, you paid a premium, but you got more performance uh, for your car. And this one actually looks really cool. I like the dark blue metallic with the silver wheels. Uh, as far as Vipers go, this is a little more subdued. Um, anyway, what do you think? Uh, would you take the coupe or would you prefer the uh, first gen Roadster yesterday uh, in black with a manual and no top? I can already tell what your answer is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of this body style generally, um, particularly with. I mean, the coupe just 
boy, usually coupes look better than convertibles, and that's you know coming from a convertible person. Uh, yeah. I you know I I will be the first to admit that a uh, that that the coupe versions of cars are just aesthetically where it's at, but. My argument has always been that the cabs or the convertibles or the Targos or anything with the roof off is just a more fun driving experience, especially when you're talking about a performance car. Um, and something like a Viper, I mean, the performance on these is great in a straight line or if you want to do burnouts or something like that, but these are terrible handling cars. This one being the, the ACR GTS, this is supposed to handle better. Um, I've never driven yeah. one, so I don't know le- legitimately how much better they are or not. I know the, the first and third gen one are pretty tough to get them to handle well um so but yeah i mean i kind of feel like a car like this you're buying it to kind of to kind of showboat and show off and be seen and you can't do that in the coupe nobody can see you in there you want to have that top come off you're gonna be like hey look at me i'm the douchebag that showed up in a in a uh in a bright viper i mean this is the ultimate douchebag car and i'm saying that as a term of endearment as a one fellow douchebag to another i think you want to be seen in a douche car I mean a, yeah. a Dodge car. I mean a Dodge Viper. I mean a, you, yeah. you you follow where I'm going with this. Um, yeah. I don't know. But I I I love I commend Dodge for the recipe. I mean this is yeah. you know Ferrari and Porsche have been doing this for years. Like if we make it just a little bit lighter, a little bit stiffer, and a little more power, it doesn't sound like a lot, but the sum of all the parts makes a better driving car in every way. This is a GT3 recipe for the Dodge Viper. And this was their f- sort of first crack at that. So I think this car will have a little bit of a following. Somebody wants to buy a Viper, but actually intends to drive it. This is a better driving car. And so I would think that this would command a premium. Now, yesterday, our 9,000 mile first gen Viper brought about 30% over MSRP, somewhere around 25, 30%. Mm-hmm. This car at $87,000 brand new, I don't think it's gonna make it back to MSRP, which is 19,000 miles out of Chicago, Illinois. I think it's also hindered by the fact that it's on cars and bids. I do not believe that Doug DeMiro has the audience for this particular car. Uh, And so the consigner has got to be second guessing himself at this point with two hours to go sitting at $59,000. Now there are 18 bids, JP. There is some love Mm. and some action for this car, but I don't know that the people that are watching it are willing to pay sticker for this car. And therefore I don't think it's going to make it back to MSRP. MSRP was 87. I'm going to invert those numbers and say that this car makes it to 78. And I don't even know where the reserve might have been set because Doug Demiro doesn't police his own website. So what do you think? 78? What is, uh, what is the number right now? Uh, 58,000. 50, yeah, that's a long way to go. For 59,000. Yeah, yeah 59, I, I mean, we just don't see the late stage rallies. This is definitely a better car than the convertible yeah. one, especially better than the one that we saw yesterday. This is a second gen one. I would love to take this around a track and just give it a go and see what it's like. If you wanted a track monster, how much awesomeness is this? I mean, yeah. you know, you're, the thing is, is, you know, American muscle cars call it what you will, you know, they never made these with an automatic. So you're going to be out there competing against the guys in their Corvettes and half those guys are going to be using automatics and they're just lame as hell. At least with this American car, you're kind of cool. You're the cool guy at the track. You're not the pleated pants guy that's uh, doing a track day in his Z06. Um, This car is badass. True to the Viper heritage, like the car we covered yesterday, JP, People know that when you show up at the track, you're driving a car that is trying to kill you. Like this car wants to hurt you and wants to hurt you bad, like in a spectacular way. Um, As analog an experience as you can possibly get in any car, even Porsche. Yeah, and 
And JP, I said 78,000. I meant 73,000. I don't think this car is going to make it to 78. 73 is where it has a chance, but I'm not even confident in that. So 73 to you, my friend. It's at 59 with two hours to go yeah, in I'll Illinois. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give some spread here. I'll say 65. I don't, I don't think it gets anywhere close to that. I don't, just, yeah, and I, um, I think that's a good this guess. This platform ain't going to happen. Um, what, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, commend this guy's driving video. It's not, the production value is terrible and, you know, like the it's a bad light kind of day he's driving but, in the zone yeah. but he's driving it and he's driving on a curvy road and it's a pov shot we can see the whole windshield uh yeah. you know i wish we could play the sound for you here this looks like a good time i want to be where that guy is uh i don't want to be here with you or any of you yeah. i'd rather be where that yeah. guy is that looks like a hell of a lot of fun um so i don't want to be here with me either <laughs> i mean honestly why would you uh okay so here it is uh that's I, I think that's a great take uh cool car good luck to the seller and uh if anybody winds up stealing this car at one of those numbers that we said i think they'd be getting a deal what's the next car all right jp uh so let's jump over to p car market uh mm. again we're going back to canada this is in toronto but what we're looking at here is essentially a thirty-nine thousand original mile 1976 porsche 914 two liter now mm. in canada the dealership did something called the sebring promotion uh, it really just included a couple of decals, but they, they're putting this in big letters like this is some sort of special edition. These are just dealer added on, you know, gumballs, uh, meatballs, and they're not very nice ones. They're too small for the size of the car. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, it for whatever it's worth, it, out of Canada, this was called a 914, uh, 914 Sebring edition, Sebring promotion, blah, blah, blah. But what we're looking at essentially is a two-owner car with really low miles that looks to be in excellent condition. There's not a lot here to dissect other than the, you know, sort of documented odometer, uh, the 15-inch uh, gas burner wheels, uh, the light ivory paint job, and the two-liter motor uh, was a pretty decent alternative, you know, for being a four-cylinder compared to a 914.6. A 914.6 made 101 horsepower. This thing makes 95. So, you know, you gave up two cylinders, but you had similar grunt. Uh, and although I've never been a fan of 914s with four cylinders, uh, you and Mikey and anybody else that's ever driven one, Matt uh, Whitesell, how you doing, buddy? Uh, they all swear by them and say, Deeb, you don't know what you're talking about. These are actually great cars to drive. So one of these days, somebody will turn me loose for an hour and I'll probably fall in love. But in the meantime, I'll still poo-poo this car for not having two additional cylinders. And I know I'm wrong on this, but I stand by my stubbornness JP, what do you think? Does this thing stand a chance on P-Car? Can P-Car bring all the money for a 914? Uh, I doubt it, but this is a very nice car. I mean, whatever this, uh, you know, this this Sebring thing is, and I'll admit, I don't know what that is. Um, yeah, it's a Canadian dealer thing. It's, no it's a deal. Canadian dealer thing. I mean, but you yeah. know, uh, we had Mauricio from three pedal posse on a few weeks ago and, you know, he swore by the fact that, Oh, you know, some people just want that. They want to pay more for that thing that they think is special because there's fewer of them that have this particular sticker on it or right. that particular badge. I think we were talking <laughs> about like the uh, the second gen Boxster Spider 550 or whatever that they call yeah. it. That wasn't a spider; it just had a badge on it. It was numbered and it had you know a couple little aesthetic things, no mechanical differences at all. Yeah, he's right. I agree with him, and and that's interesting. But I, if this is a Canadian dealer promotion, I don't know that somebody in the United States is going to pay a premium for that. Despite uh, that, though, in Canada. Yeah. yeah, despite that, this car appears to be exceptionally clean. Is this a 75 I, or 76? I'm sorry, what year was this one? 76, JP. 
<sighs> yeah, and you know, unfortunately, that's going to hold it back a little bit because a lot of the people that want this car are going to be in California, so this is not a smog-exempt yeah. car, unfortunately. Um, no. And a lot of people don't like the bigger bumpers of the 75 and 76 uh, cars, but this car just looks to be immaculate. If it's as Look original as gaps. it is, yeah. I mean, th- that's crazy to see panel gaps that perfect on a 914. I mean, amazing. everything just looks so original. The interior is just like butter smooth. The dashboard is good. The carpets are good. Uh, everything is just appears to be like this thing was hermetically sealed, and I think that means it's gonna it's gonna bring way more money than any other 914 would have on P car market. Will it wow. bring the same money that it would on BAT? Highly doubt it, I but doubt, it yeah. could still bring some pretty good money for one of these cars. Where is it now? Where's it gonna land? What do you think? So JP, uh, it didn't get any bids overnight, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only had fi- well, it's only I, for P car. This is a lot. It's had fifteen bids and it's at $32,000 with three hours to go. Hmm. I mean, again, a, a really clean 914 is what, a thirty dollars to $40,000 car. Uh, if this was on BAT and it was already in the United States, I'd say you're looking at high 50s to mid 60s for this car but not on this platform and not out of Toronto. Wait, uh, where'd you say it is right now? Because I'm seeing Toronto, 32. 32, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-two. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Um, but not out of Toronto. I don't think it's going to yeah. get anywhere near those fifties and sixties, which I think it would bring if it were in California. If it were on Bring a Trailer, uh, a car this clean. So, um, anyways, I'm going to say thirty-eight thousand dollars for this car, and that's it. That's that's my guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be worth that much, even if it were on BAT. I mean, it says really? thirty-nine thousand miles. I if if it's if they're really, I mean, if it really has those miles, it's documented. I guess you're right. Um, it, it would be that high. Um, I just never trust a nine fourteen odometer because it's five digit right. nine five digit. Odo- yeah, yeah, but if there's documentation to back that up, okay, that 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 makes it a whole different animal. But yeah, I'm with you. It, it doesn't definitely doesn't break fourteen or forty on P car market. Would you guess thirty-eight? That's a good bit. Thirty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, geez, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the under. I'm gonna say 37. I'm gonna say you know the last three cars we've talked about on P car have failed miserably. Um, even yeah. though they've resulted, a couple of them resulted in sales. Uh, they're nowhere near what the car should have been. Uh, so yeah, right. no, I don't have any confidence in this uh, platform. All right. Um, yeah, nor should we. Yeah. All right, JP, let's go Toyota shopping. Uh, All right. There's a couple of them on Bring a Trailer. Let's start with the one I know you're going to love out of mm. Portland, Oregon. Is this 1983 SR5 yeah. 4x4 with 176,000 miles? But, JP, look at that car. Does it not look like it's got like 7,500 miles? It looks yeah. brand spanking new. Now, part of the reason we must confess. Uh, <clears throat> there was a little bit of rust, and when they went to repair the rust, they basically repainted the car. And I commend them for reapplying the original decals because this thing is so period correct. It's really cool. Um, you know, the four cylinder has been uh, is a carbureted four cylinder on the '83, uh, and they swapped out the original carb for a Weber, which probably gives it a little more power. Uh, so that's really neat. It is a five speed manual. These are four by fours. This thing will go anywhere and outlist. It'll outlive styrofoam and diamonds. Cockroaches <laughs> will be driving these after the apocalypse. Uh, JP, there is a dash cap on there because there were cracks to the dash, and the cap that they installed is a permanent one. I think it'd be really fun to just search all the um, 
what do you call it? The, uh, the, uh, the, the no, the places. Uh, what do they call it when they wreck the cars? You know, the the, lots uh, the wrecking yards. To, yeah, wreckers. yeah, wrecking yards, and try to find one that and put the original one back on. But otherwise, there's a lot to love. This thing's in really nice condition, despite being repainted. It just looks like it held up really well. Uh, so it was sitting at twelve thousand dollars on nine bids, JP. Uh, last night it's uh, yeah thirteen thousand, so it's got a little bit more love. But there you go. What do you think out of Portland, Oregon? These things are kind of worth their weight in gold, are they not? They are. Uh, I love you know it's a long bed one too. When I was uh, about three years ago, uh, went to the Barrett Jackson auction here in Las Vegas, and uh, there were two of these in a row in line. And uh, I was there. I wasn't registered as a bidder or anything like that. I wasn't yeah. really planning on buying anything, but I saw those two trucks in line. I'm like, oh my gosh, those are great. I'm going to see if I yeah. can get one. Uh, so yeah. I went to go register, and you know you got to give them a what a ten thousand dollar deposit and all that stuff. And a credit, you know, it was, it was like, oh God, what a pain in the ass. And then, so, I'm, so I'm trying to move it along, move the paperwork along, and I'm just seeing the trucks getting further <laughs> and further down the line. And pretty much I realized that there was no way I was going to get the paperwork done by the time the cars hit the block. So I just said, you know what, screw this. Uh, so I went over and watched them go. Now I was anticipating them going for six maybe $7,000. They both had around a hundred, 120,000 miles on them and they were beautiful and they were, you know, original, um, it, you know, they weren't repaints like this one and they both went for over $30,000. I was like, what the actual F? How is this possible? <laughs> um, these trucks have just taken off. So, uh, but this one is not original. So that's going to hurt it. I mean, you know, if it's at what, $13,000 right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's getting there. 13,000, 176,000 miles, but it's got three hours to go and it's in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I think it has a ways to go. I think people will pay some extra money for it, and uh, and that's great. But it's definitely not going to make the thirties because it's not original. Um, and I think maybe this is the better way to go because it's been redone and it's ready to go, and you don't have to worry about it. I don't have don't any have problem with that dash cap because it's not one of those stupid rugs. Uh, I okay. mean, I I don't think I would have even noticed had you not no, you know mentioned anything. Yeah. It's one of those form fitted specifically goes over the top of it. I think it's great for again yeah. for what this truck is. I would prefer a short bed. I, I don't really want the long bed that changes yeah. some of the off-road characteristics of it. They they did the liner on the back, uh, but it's got the venerable 22R engine. Uh, that yep. thing will last forever. The only thing better is a 22RE uh, with fuel injection. This is a carbureted version, so uh, whatever. What are you going to do? Uh, how much is it going to go? What, what's your bid? So, JP, again, I don't know these very well. I thought 17000 was a fair value for this car. Where are you at? Yeah, 17. Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh boy, that is a good bid uh, because it's not man. 20 grand with the repaint, the dash cap, and the carb instead of fuel injection. Uh, I'm going over. Bit. It's a Toyota, yeah. and I love Toyotas, and I love this truck, and it's been uh, the the redo was better. So, but I'm only going to go 17.5. I ain't giving you, I ain't giving any spread on this because I think it's going to be just under, Chicken. just over that. It's a uh, it's a roll of the dice on that one. Uh, good good bet there, Mister Deeb. Good bet. I, I like uh, it when I make you when I make you think. You're making me sweat there. Well, that wasn't yeah. an easy one at all. Uh, this all guy's right, just Jimmy. driving around circles in a parking lot. What are you doing? Dude? All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's his kid. Right. <laughs> it's his eleven-year-old son driving around. Yeah. All right, teacher, that's a perfect car to teach some teach a kid how to drive. Oh, absolutely, you. super easy to that's drive. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, JP. Uh, let's test your Toyota knowledge. Mm. I I was not familiar with this car. Uh, this car was sold 
let's see, uh, first registered in <laughs> South Africa, and then it was moved to Belgium, and then from Belgium it came to the United States. So this car has been exported twice, which is crazy. What we're looking at, JP, is a 1974 Toyota 1000 with a four-speed manual. Uh, just an interesting car that I've never seen before. It's a no-reserve auction. It's this cute little classic uh, doohickey. Uh, it looks like a town car with its little three-door hatchback, four seats, um, I, I don't know a lot about these because I don't, I, so I don't have a ton to say about it, but it's a neat car that I had never heard of. Uh, it uses a 993 CC inline four. It makes 47 horsepower and 48 pound foot of torque. Again, with a four speed manual, the Toyota 1000, this is clearly like, uh, an Econo, you know, oil embargo probably gets 35 miles to the gallon, uh, with a carburetor. Uh, just a neat little car that we probably never had in our on our shores. I mean, does that do you have recognize that shape or is that not new in your eyes? at all, man? I've never Me seen neither. one of these. Yeah, I just can't, I can't imagine caring enough about this car back in the day to go through the <laughs> yeah. trouble of importing. I mean, this is a right. easily this is a car that wherever you go, there's going to be some version of this either by Fiat or Renault or or right. Nissan or Datsun or whatever. Yeah, this is not a special car in any way. So to bring this with you, what? I mean, what? Yeah. That just doesn't make any sense. And now I'm glad that that happened because what a cute little adorable thing. And it's yeah. wonderful that whatever this is exists. Uh, I love yeah. that little, uh, that little logo with the little gazelle or whatever it is icon in the seat. Look at that yeah. stamped into the plastic vinyl. Um, I mean, look at this. This is just J- JP. Wow. Those wheels, those wheels and tires are 12 inch. Oh my gosh. What a <laughs> I mean, good. everything about this car is cute. And it looks like it would have been a great car if somebody didn't leave it in the dryer for three days. You know, yeah, like it's just yeah. it's three quarters scale of what would have been like a very nice car to drive. Um, I'm sure you know it's gutless. It doesn't weigh much, but it doesn't have enough power to to be inspiring. But if you had to drive somewhere, uh, this was I'm sure affordable transportation in South Africa, in Europe, and even in the United States. Uh, in this country, it's just a novelty because we clearly never had that. It's not a Corona. It's not a Corolla. Mm. It might be based on the underpin of one of those cars but i couldn't figure it out and i really don't care because this isn't like a valuable car but it's super cute to see this toyota that somebody went through all the trouble of moving around the world uh it shows twenty nine thousand kilometers eighteen thousand miles true mileage unknown um it's the other thing is hard to believe is if that's original miles jp how is it that this car was exported and never driven like you moved it with you but you didn't drive it twice like it's just this car has some interesting it's, it's gotta be it's a five digit uh odometer isn't it i mean yeah. i'm sure it's probably triple that <laughs> but, but look how nice yeah. the interior is so yeah, it's possible yeah. Yeah, yeah it's possible right, so anyways jp our car has three hours to go out of uh i, I don't know this town uh silmar 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 uh california i'm sure i'm butchering that uh only because i've never driven through there uh or i didn't date somebody that lived there uh it's on seven thousand dollars with three hours to go it's had uh no action seven bids um, I, I'll just give it to you. I think this car will bring twelve thousand bucks, and wow. I'm totally, totally guessing. But uh, what do you think? Will somebody swoop it at the last minute, or I, is it going nowhere? This is this grand? car is absolutely a Rorschach test on wheels. If it, I mean, it basically tells you every you and everyone around you what kind of person you are when you see someone mm-hmm. see this car. If they don't yeah. smile, they're a bad person. 
If you don't look at this yeah. car, just like get uh, get tickled right. by this. It's like a puppy <laughs> or a baby, right? If that doesn't make you go, oh, that's cute, and just you yeah. know get something out of you, it's just like get out of yeah. here. You're not a person I want to know. Um, you, you don't have to want this car or want a driver. It just needs to be. Uh, that's adorable. Um, twelve thousand yeah. dollars of adorableness? I don't think so, man. I, ten oh, grand. Yeah. Uh, I, and I only I'm only saying ten just to you know narrow the spread a little bit. Uh, but the, it's at what now? Seven. Seven thousand something. There's two hipsters that. Met on eHarmony that have to have this car, <laughs> and they're yeah. going to spend twelve grand of their hard-earned money on this. She's going to go to Buffalo Exchange and sell all her cords. <laughs> the thing about the thing about the ironic crowd is yeah. they're in their you know twenties and thirties, and they want eighties and nineties cars. This is a seventies car. Right. Uh, this does not qualify for Radwood. So no, uh, you know, which I think is part is a little bit of a problem for it. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, are there enough, uh, ironic hipsters out there that want this? We shall I, see. I say yes. So what's your bid there? Tough. Guy? Oh, I said 10. I said 10. Oh, 10. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. No problem. No All right. All right. Good. Good guess. That's a wrap, man. That's, That's a- it. That's all the cars. Those were the most interesting cars of the day and the week on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites like Bring a Trailer, Cars and Bids, P-Car Market, uh, Hemmings, Rad for Sale, whoever's in the game these days. Ladies and gentlemen, when my partner JP says that those are the most interesting cars of the week, uh, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Uh, We we use science, and it's true. You can't. We are not science deniers. We use uh, research, (laughs) graphs, uh, algorithms, all kinds of... We pull out the slide Gravity. rule. Um, oh, wait. No, we don't do any of that stuff. We just pull it over. But uh, yeah. we do no research. Don't listen to us. All yeah. of our advice is just BS. So do yeah. not take our advice. Just be very, very clear. We don't know what we're talking about. We, But yeah. we are fun to listen to and make fun of. So do that in the uh, comments below. Make sure you yeah. hit the subscribe, like, and notification button. Uh, we do. We don't m- even read the listing. <laughs> we really don't. We just wing the shit. Uh, this, is, uh, this is something we do every Monday through Friday. Uh, so make sure you join us live on YouTube about the nine o'clock hour, uh, Pacific time. You can always watch us later. Make sure you hit that in the notification button because that will let you know that the video was there. A lot of times the, the, the live videos don't show up on our platform until a few hours later, but they are there, but you can only really see it if you get the notification button. So hit that notification button, hit that subscribe button, share a video with your friends, <laughs> tell people that there are these two complete idiots think acting like they know what, they're talking about when they clearly don't let everybody else know that there's these two guys that you could openly ridicule uh, at any moment <laughs> yeah. and that's and just fun it. and they welcome it exactly so do it uh, have a great weekend everyone we'll be back here Monday morning at around the 9 o'clock hour with more of the most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites uh, thank you Michael Deeb good luck to your bids we'll see how we do on Monday yeah. anything I, you'll say I before I, we're out of here I think I need to beat you today if I have a chance to win the week so i'll well, be watching it's the gonna close be of these close it'll be fun yeah. gonna be a close week for the nerdsters all right guys see you monday get those words Baby.